Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at Today is Thursday, May 18th. This is my favorite way to... This is how we're doing it now. It's just, that's the date. It's my favorite way. Ian will not insert the date. No, he's not going to. Because, you know, here's the thing. I don't know how we employ Ian, because when we put the call out on the show that we were looking to hire somebody, somehow Ian, clearly not a listener... (laughs) (laughs) He applied somehow. Got wind oh, of it somehow, oh, and I don't know how, Cecil. You know what's funny is we we had when we put that call out, we had both Sarah and Ian apply. We did, and, and we we, we wound Ian. up we wound up hiring them both eventually. What a mistake! To I, pick know, Ian first. <laughs> I know, man. I know, man. Yikes! Wow, it doesn't Oof. matter. He doesn't listen, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Say whatever we want. Yeah, it's this is a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Ian-free zone. <laughs> That's every one it of is. our shows. Um, I wanted to talk to you, Tom, because I, yep. I I've recently have been getting a lot of texts lately. Have you been getting a lot of texts from just randos? But, okay, so I occasionally will get a text that just says, hello. And every time I get it, I reply, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. And they... Oh. And they Never they reply never back. They never reply back. They never oh, reply back. So it's see, that like, could be the start of a beautiful you know, friendship, man. It's clearly not me they're looking oh, for. Like that's I feel so sad. Like, You're I, like a sad Lionel Richie. I, I know. I thought <laughs> I saw it in their right eyes, away. but no, no. Oh. <laughs> I thought I saw it in their oh, smile. There's that nothing. That blind girl just finds some other dude, and you're like, fuck. There's a video, by the way. There's, I'm an old man, so I remember the video. That is of this. An old video. I, yeah, it's an old, old that video. That is an old. There, are, there are fucking. But it had like a whole story. Like that whole okay. video, that video had like a whole storyline that had stop and like dialogue. And then they kept going. Like it but, was. But Cecil, I'm about to yell at a cloud. Okay. okay? Because <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Let's start this show out right. First Let's of all. Let's start it out right. I haven't seen a music video and I don't even. F- <laughs> what was the last fucking music video uh, for a current song? Why? Like. Okay, I saw that too. Yeah, I saw that too. Wet ass pussy. It's saw a fucking that one. million years. I saw that one. I saw. Let's see. 
That's the that's the one I remember is but wet ass. But I used to pussy. sit and just fucking watch. I used to watch so many videos. I don't even videos. think about it anymore. Yeah. I would, and like now the idea of just sitting around yeah. and, it's not and like, watching music videos. But it's not like I don't listen to new music either. I, I do. I listen to a lot of all the time. I listen to new music all the time. I just don't watch the video for it. I don't right. watch. But there was something about there was a time. There was a whole time. Yeah. Podcast will be this too. There was a whole time. <laughs> I remember when. So I used to be There's having a, onion on my belt. There's a whole time, man, where people were like, I, I need to see what the artistic representation of this song and visual yeah. media means. Dude, I used to, I remember when like Tool came out with this box set of DVDs. Yeah. And I was, and it was fucking so expensive and I was so to broke. And I'm like, everyone oh, care, man, I'm buying it. Ooh, watch that stop motion, weird, weird claymation like, shit. Like meat puppet to a thing like, or whatever. I, and like, now I'm just, and, but I was going to say, Video, music videos used to have a story. <laughs> Back in my day, the music told a story. She's it's all so funny. Like, <laughs> there's like a whole, there's like a whole, especially in that video, there's like a whole thing. And it's, it's it'll be funny. It'll be even funnier if it's not Lionel Richie. And I'm remembering, and you're remembering it wrong. <laughs> Here's that would be even funnier if it's not. It'll I, be even I'm, funnier. I'm, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm 99 sure it is. I'm not gonna look it up. I, when I got the hello and I did the "Is it me you're looking for?" I then searched the lyrics because yeah. if they responded. You were gonna keep. I was going. gonna like, only no, respond. This is, this is our in life lyrics. now. Yes, yeah. I was. This we were gonna it. have a yeah. I was this gonna have a scam it. exchange that was exclusively Absolutely. Lionel Richie based. So back to the scam stuff. Yeah. So uh, last uh, fall, I get a text on my phone and it says. Uh, hey, Joe, I can't make it into work tonight. And I just sent back like, hey, uh, you got the wrong number. Wrong number yeah. This is, right. I'm not Joe. I'm not Joe. And, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. No problem. I'm, I'm like, no problem. Happens to anybody. Mm. Like, so who are you? Like, they're like trying to ask me questions. And I was like, mm, mm. okay, hard pass. So I forgot about it. Oh, I have gotten one of these. And then I start getting... Uh, Dave, will you be able to take me to the doctor tomorrow? Uh, I'm, I, I just got one today that says, and I get these like two times a week. I got, I got one today that says, Hey, Amy, you get them two times a week. I'm going to Florida in 10 days. Can you pick me up? And I was very tempted to be like, as long as you bring the drugs, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't cause, cause here's the, here's what they are. They're just, they're essentially they skipped the, I'm a prince from Nigeria. Right. Which what used mm -hmm. to be like, I'm a prince from, you know, somewhere. Right. And it, get, you know, it was Nigeria because that's where they were all sending it from, but it could be anywhere. I'm a prince and I have a million dollars and all I have to do is pay a $50 fee. Right. And you could get a bond that'll open a key and then there'll be a guy and then yep. you get to stab yep. a girl and then you get the money <laughs> or whatever. But there's like a whole thing, right? They got a whole thing, right. but they just want right. to keep luring you in. Well, they skipped that. Now they make it seem like you got an urgent text from someone. Mm -hmm. And then if you, like a normal person say, hey, wrong number, they will then find that a way to interact with you and push it to the next level. Now, a lot of people like me, I just block them. As soon as I get the text, I just block the, the number. I'm like, no, I'm done. We're not, I'm, I don't even respond. I just yeah. block the number. But some people will respond, say wrong number and then block the number. And then other people will just like, there's other people out there who are just like friendly and they're just, and they don't well, realize. Yeah. And they start off with, there's a crisis. I'm reaching out to a friend and then they can't reach their friend, but they've reached you. And yeah. there will be some non-zero yeah. number of people yeah. that will be like, oh, I can send you money. I can help yep. somebody in need. I got, I got a 
scam. This just reminded me, I've forgotten about it. It was one of my favorite things I've ever done. I got a scam bot phishing text message that was like, oh, hey, you know, like I'm in town just for a few days or whatever. I went jogging and it was like a sexy one, right? So it was like- Yeah, they, they do this too. And so then like, <clears throat> I was like sitting next to Haley and I'm like, what the hell is this? So she's like, oh, let's, let's mess it. So I, I started messing with it back. And so like, I started saying increasingly filthy things to this thing. And it's clearly a bot. There's no one on the other end. This sure. is all programmed, you know, so there's nothing. And, and I did the whole thing just to get screen grabs of an insanely raunchy conversation that I was able to create with this thing before finally getting bored and then just deleting it's like and blocking the It's like GPT or whatever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, Cecil, is that I was literally just today reading an article about nefarious uses like on like um wired <clears throat> yeah like potential nefarious uses for gpt and one of the things is they'll be able to create essentially unlimited very realistic bots that can interact with people through messenger through text messages and you won't be able to tell the difference it won't feel like a bot these things at least these scam messages if you push them and say weird stuff to them they don't know what to do and they feel like a bot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I think, I, I don't know how body these are. I don't know, but I know for sure after I got enough of these, I looked it up to see like mm -hmm. what the fuck this is all about. And it really is about trying to get to know you to figure out something about you to then try to get to the next level, which is either getting money off you or stealing your identity and Jesus way. Christ. So those are the ways in which they do it. So now I don't even make it so it looks like I have my phone number because right. one of the things too is, and you know, I don't know how close we are to this, but one of the things, I have a lot of things locked behind my phone. Require a second level layer mm -hmm. of verification that requires my phone in my hand, whether that's the face ID, whether it's an app in there that I have to like an type a number, or, something. or it's a text message, right? right. It's one of those three <clears throat> things. And uh, they can, uh, with, you know, there's technology out there that allows people to like steal people's numbers, and so that's something that can that can be a very it can it can eventually really fuck you over if they think they can find a number right that's associated with so I'm like I don't nope. even answer anymore I just I just let it go I'm like well if they show up at the airport and Amy ain't there that ain't my problem yeah. like I don't know I think you should just be like yep be right there yeah <laughs> I, I had considered pretending to be the people that they've texted. Yeah, before. that's what I mean. Yeah. I had considered to be like, yeah, sure, no problem. As long as you bring that 46-inch dildo, I'm down right. or whatever. Here we go. You know, like, you know, just something. But I didn't, I've never done it yet, mainly because I just don't want to keep, I no. know there's people out there that like doing that, but yeah. I don't, I also like, I don't know all the back end stuff that could happen. Makes to you me. nervous. So I'm nervous. I'm like, yeah. if it was a burner phone, no problem. But it's Absolutely. my personal phone. With all your life. Yeah, on exactly. It. Like, there's yeah. almost nothing that I can think of that is more intimate than yourself. Yeah, really, truly. Yeah. Like it's a crazy intimate. Yeah. It's your finances are on there. It's like, you know, text to your wife. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's yeah. everything. Yeah. Like it's like this intensely, yeah. it's like everybody is walking around with their fucking dear diary and their fucking checkbook and like so much else in their mo in their, in their pocket. Yeah. It's just like, oh, what if I took yeah. every really deeply personal thing and I put it in my yeah. pocket and every day I walk around with it. Yeah. It's like, does that, that doesn't seem crazy. It, it's, and, that's crazy. And it's only protected by a small amount of security. I mean, it's, it's I, right. It is, it is. Uh, it's fairly it's, robust. It's fairly robust because the, the police can't get into it. Well, you, you know, know what, what I mean? So I thought that too, until I listened to a, I lose the daily or the journal like this week that like, there's a, there's a 
a spy technology that like Israel made and is being oh, sold I saw that. The, I saw it on it breaks, Nova. It, 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 it yeah, breaks open it breaks like open iPhone encryptions yeah. and shit. It breaks it open and, and steals shit. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like the police can't get in there. It's like, yeah, but there's technology out there. there there's technology that gets out that's there and out can there get in exists. there. Yeah, for sure. So you're like, all right, yeah. well, if they want, if it exists, some bad actor is going to get it. If they want a folder full of three gigabytes of dick pics from me, <laughs> they can get it. They can have my yeah. photos, right? You can go yeah. in there and take my photos. The photos are huge. The dick, not that's, so big. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> It's the size lot. of the photo, though. It's like a full meg. It's you know what? Big. I don't need a megapixel. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't need megapixels. I need mini pixels. Am I a man or am I a muppet? Am I a muppet? If I'm a muppet, then I'm a very manly muppet. Very manly muppet. Am I a muppet? Or am I a man? Am I if I'm a man, that makes me a Muppet of a man. A Muppet of a man. So this story comes from Jezebel. Josh Hawley explains how the Bible can solve our country's masculinity crisis. And I like Cecil to, to begin with the idea that there is even a masculinity crisis. And that someone that looks like him and acts like him could tell me what that is. What it is. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, he does lead off with saying all is not well with men in this country. And like, just like the Jezebel article, I do tend to agree. Like, okay. I, I don't agree. think it's sure. a masculinity crisis yeah. though. Yeah. Like, no. I don't know what a masculinity crisis could possibly even entail. Like, is it sunning your asshole like Tucker Carlson wanted us to do in order to like, Oh no, he wanted us to put red lights on our nuts. That's what he wanted. No, Tucker it was Carlson. Your asshole. Yeah, was it was sunning your, your asshole for him too? Yeah. yeah. There was a there was a people standing on their hands and shooting the moon to the <laughs> to the stars or whatever. A moon for the moon. <laughs> moon for the stars. And then there's sun in their own asshole because it like increased their whatever their testosterone or what I, have you. You know, when I hear people say this dumb shit, it reminds me that like, like these guys, every one of these guys wants to just basically have what a, a very, very thin idea, very small, very narrow idea of what they consider masculine. Mm -hmm. And there's a, I think there's something to be said, and I actually think it's more masculine, right? To have a wider range yes. and a more accepting range of what masculine can be. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot of these people out there that are like, this is it. It's like trucks and boobies and like strip clubs and, um, you know, drinking Bud Light or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, like this day's like seven things are masculine. And then the rest of it, it's like, well, it might be a little gay. I don't know, buddy. It might be a little gay. <laughs> right. You might not want to do that. It's a little gay. And that's, and Which, it's just, a, I just think I'm like, dude, you're so fragile. Holy shit. Are so you fragile. fragile. Yeah. I, and it occurs to me, like, it, it occurs to me that like this, like, constant grasping for masculinity feels like the last gasps of trying to hold on to patriarchal yeah. male power. Yeah, I right? think you're right. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, well, I gotta, I gotta exude this certain very narrow yeah. definition of like what manliness is. And really what I want is the power that men used to have over women and minorities. Yeah. They want specifically the kind of power that, traditionally men have wielded like a weapon yeah. and they're bemoaning what they're bemoaning is not a lack of masculinity. What they're bemoaning is they don't feel as powerful in difference in, in comparison 
to other to, to other yeah. groups. That right? masculinity does not confer the same power it used right. to. Right. I don't have yeah. all the. Pri- I'm losing yeah. out right. on some of these privileges. Yeah. Well, maybe if I get abs, you know, because that's what these grifters are selling, right? These fucking masculinity grifters are selling shit like, well, you got to get abs. You got to do gym bro shit. You got to learn to fight. You got to be this kind of guy. Like you got to you got to hype your masculinity. You got to like boost it. You got to get a faster car, a bigger, better watch. You got to get, you know, flashier clothes because if you do, you'll get back the privileges of the 1950s, right? Mm-hmm. And like, that's all nonsense. And they're selling that to impressionable yeah. young people yeah. who are entering a world where they're afraid of parody. Yeah. They're afraid of equality yeah. because they're, they're not- leaving a world yeah. where they're their fathers didn't have to emulate it, And that's right? the thing, right, is that they're they're seeing a world that their fathers had that they don't get to inherit. Right. And they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I yeah. should inherit. I, that should be mine too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I will say, if I'm going to be at all generous, and I think it, it's right to be generous, that all social transitional moments are hard for everybody. Sure. Right? Sure. Because a lot of the definitions, good and bad definitions, and and everything in between, when they all get kind of reconsidered, a lot of people are left without good guidance. And so they end up with guides through this, like Jordan Peterson. And they end up with guides through this, like Andrew Tate. And they end up through, so if they end up with bad guides through a big social transition, and they feel ill-equipped to manage themselves through that transition, at the ground level, I don't want to blame that those individual young people at the no, ground. No, no, no. What I blame are the people who are grifting and yeah. selling and yeah. reinforcing. And that includes preachers. Like how much of this like masculinity shit do you see coming from these fucking hate preachers, sure. these traditional yeah. family that hate guy preachers? in the basement. Yeah. yeah. That guy in the basement. Like when you hear him talk about women, you can tell how much he has, how much contempt he has for women. Absolutely. You can just tell. And there's women in the audience who nod along and agree with him. Yeah, man. Because they're indoctrinated in that yep. stuff. I don't, I treat the, the the people that you're talking about, these young impressionable men, I treat them in the same way that I would somebody who's seeking a quack cancer cure. Right. They are in a position where they're 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 in a difficult spot. They're, they're feeling a, vulnerable. They're in a difficult spot. Their brain is in a different right. a difficult place. And and I think like, you know, the best thing for them is for people to try to reach out to them, right? Not yeah. to shun them, to try to reach out to them. I don't feel like I don't feel like it's this is something that we should you know, tax with anybody but dudes. Yeah, I think that's, dudes it's our responsibility, do, it's, right? Dudes need to do this. Yeah. Dudes need to do this for other guys. Yeah. To be like, this is not you need to, you need to be more accepting about what masculine is. You need to better you need better role models than these three jokers. A hundred percent. You need man. way better role models. Yep. And you know, I uh, I think like this sort of thing sells to our generation really well and to the boomer generation really well. So like Gen X and boomer, I think really that masculinity streak of like, this is masculine really was ingrained like fucking crazy into us. Into us, yeah. I don't know that millennials and younger have as deep a a, 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 a steep a hill to climb and and that what worries me is that you know these older people that are like the older millennials the the gen the gen xers and the boomers or whatever are influencing these young people to get bad ideas right you know what i mean right. where they could have been in a society with like was like oh man this is like old person shit shut the fuck up like yeah. that's old person you know, shit 
And that's that's the worry that I share, right? Is that, you know, I, I've read a number of articles and I've talked to my 16-year-old kids. And like my 16-year-old boys in high school, they know who Andrew Tate is and their peers fucking love Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah. They fucking love that guy. They revere not my kids' friends. No. My kids aren't shitheads. But like we've talked about it like openly. Like there's a streak where these guys are, these these grifters are being successful. They're making inroads. It feels like, and like the incel movement is part of that. And the red pill stuff is part of that. And the manosphere yeah. rise is part of it. And it's like, it is people our age seeing this social transition yeah. and recognizing they can cash in on insecurities yeah, that young people have. All young people are vulnerable because they're insecure. Yeah. Insecurity is a hallmark of adolescence and youth. And so I think there's a like a really craven and cynical recognition that like they can get in there, they can build a brand that that really kind of like sells them these bad ideas, these Jordan Peterson-esque nonsense ideas about manliness and like roles and, you know, what men are for and what women are for and, you know, all this stuff, at exa if they get them at the right time, that, that message can be very compelling. And I worry about that message because I think you're right. If they were left to their own devices, they wouldn't give they a wouldn't shit. They wouldn't give a shit. They would move but past no it. No one's leading them to their own devices. It. Yeah, society would move past it. It would. I feel like, you know, like we saw some of these big progressive changes in our lifetime mm -hmm. that, you know, where there were these push progressive changes where to the point where, now we're seeing stuff snap back and we're shocked by it. Absolutely. We're just shocked Because we thought it. we made that yeah. progress. And, and so that's why I feel like it genuinely would be a, a, you know, it wouldn't even be probably much of an issue. Sure, you'd have some people, but I don't think you'd have the same level. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that Andrew Tate and the rest of them, you know, and and it's being echoed by senators. This is not something that, that yep. there's just like, this is not a podcaster movement. No. This is the movement of the people on the right. I mean, look at what DeSantis 100%. is doing. 100%. Look at what DeSantis is doing down. I mean, they, he just passed a law or recently signed a bill, a law, a bill into law that said that he can take away kids. Oh my they, God, I know. If they're like, you know, involved in a family where the, the, the family cuts their hair in a certain way, yep. you know, to let them express their gender. Yep. It's and fucking insane. It's, I, I mean, it's and, a different country. And it's, Florida's and, a different country. And in the same, in the same last two years, he was the one who was saying, how dare the federal government come in here and tell us what we should do with our kids if we don't want them to wear masks. Yeah, man. And you're like, Come on, man. It's it's one way, but it's not. It's they not. don't. They can bend and they can twist in any way that they want. Yep. And he has made this this fight against woke politics down there. But you talk about if you want to talk about like the the cesspit of like garbage masculinity. Yeah, it's Florida. It dude, it is. It's it's Florida, and you're absolutely right. There are there are, and I want to be like really clear. Like there are power brokers that are very, very powerful working against progress, yeah. right? And that is what the right wing is. It is, it is a, a power brokerage to fight progress. Yes. And the churches, like to Josh Hawley's point, the churches are instrumental in that Absolutely, work. Yeah. The churches have a vested thousands plus year old interest in keeping women as a second class citizenry. And they've got whole, they got a whole book and a whole ideology and a whole theology based around not in our clubhouse. Yeah. You know, like the Catholic Church doesn't allow women as priests. They don't allow women at any of the high levels. There's, there are no power positions that women can hold in the Catholic Church. Most other churches 
are the similar. There are some churches that will allow women to be, you know, preachers or sure, yeah, reverends yeah, yeah, or what yeah. have you, but they are fewer and farther between. The, uh, the These churches preach a Bible-based way to discriminate against women, right? They are te- they're using this theology. And then the Congress people are like, oh, well, American right is a Christian coalition. All we have to do is pander to that. We can couch any of our misogyny and any of this Bible shit. You can eat your own poop, but if you eat the poop that you poop out after eating the first poop, it's so toxic you'll die. This is a fast one. This is a, this is a quick story, Cecil, and I almost put this in with the silly stuff, but I didn't on okay. purpose because right. it's great. All right. uh, this is from Local12.com. Court doc, woman charged with felony after desecrating altar in hospital chapel. And the very best part of this story, like many of these short stories, is just the very end of it. It's no, it's, there's like it's like two parrots, less than two parrots. It is. It's two it sentences. Is. Cincinnati, unsurprising. Now, of all the places, she probably has some of that skyline. Chili. It's WKRC. It is WKRC in Cincinnati. I didn't know that was a real thing. Is this a joke? I don't think this is a joke. No. I don't think this is a joke. Okay. Right. WKRP is the, oh. is, the, is the fake one. So one letter off. <laughs> I forgot. I, uh, I was like, wow, well, it got me there for a second. I was like, oh. <laughs> a woman was charged with a felony after allegedly desecrating a place of worship on Saturday. Okay. According to a court document, Laura Miniard defecated on the altar in the Good Samaritan Hospital Chapel, then used the fabric <laughs> runner on the altar to wipe herself. Oh, no. It's probably Skyline Chili Day. <laughs> How could you tell probably, the difference between in, it and Skyline <laughs> Chili? <laughs> you can't blame a lady after eating Cincinnati chili <laughs> for having to shit where you have to shit. Dude, don't and they at least serve, she wiped. Don't they serve that on spaghetti noodles? They do. You God, can get it on so noodles. Fucking nasty. And it has like cinnamon God, in it or so something. Fucking nasty. It has. It is. Get the fuck out of here. I, I I did like a work thing in, in Cincinnati yeah. for like three weeks. I had, to, I had to live and work down in Cincinnati for three weeks. Many, many like, years ago. After you ate the Scotty Chili, did you have to walk around with a fucking priest altar runner with you all Jesus day? Christ. Just in case you shit your You'd pants like you were on a Lester or You whatever. should be. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I may as well get a Starbucks tie, coffee with olive oil tie, in it. You tie the fucking like a runner up on you like a diaper <laughs> and you got to look at Like one of those yeah. sumo diapers. <laughs> Just like walk in a skyline, it's like I'm ready for on the my chili. It. It's got a big cross on the front of it. Smells like incense. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you don't want to light anything. You'll fucking be a flamethrower oh, in the rear. Uh, Are you, you know kidding me? Priests, they like kids in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you had that chili? So I, I took a it's single bite so of it. Bad. A single bite of it. And I was like, that is the rest of my life. I will never that need That is to two eat bites this. too many. I will ne- and here's the thing, right? I'm not saying that cinnamon can't be savory. I've no, had no. I've had many I've had, dishes yeah. where cinnamon can, can be savory. It's just used in a way there that I think is unpleasant. It's, it's unpleasant. Super bad. It's unpleasant. It and is the noodles bad. add nothing. It's like, the noodles add nothing. Why, why would you want noodles... Underneath your chili, chili should be robust enough to be its own meal. Why the fuck do I need to add noodles? And it's because like you want to accident, you want to taste something that isn't this chili. 
That's the reason. You're as you're eating it, you're desperate. You try to, you try to, desperate. and that's why you want it to be long so that it it, it cleans everything out yeah. as you slurp it oh, down. Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh yeah, it's like a pipe cleaner. You're like eating pipe cleaners. I had a, <laughs> I had a buddy who was down in Cincinnati when I was worried. He's like, oh, you got to try it. It's so good. No, it's like a local. Come on. And I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. And you know me, like I'll eat food even if I don't like it. If sure. I'm hungry. Uh uh-uh, uh, not with that chili. I was like, and I love chili, man. Yeah. Like I'll eat Wendy's chili. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. like I'm not like oh it's gonna be discerning, great. right? I'm You're not. Like, you know, I'm not. Like, I'm not a snob like, about I, it. I, the only chili I'll eat is off of like a food truck in Texas right. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. It is so bad. Yeah. So again. If she shit herself, first of all, it explains her being in the hospital. It really does. It explains her being in the hospital. This whole thing it can be explained by Skyline Chili. By one, by one local dish. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, I want the overseas listeners to, to look up a picture of Skyline Chili on the spaghetti noodles and tell me that it doesn't look like someone desaturated that photo of all color. Tell me that that's not what it looks like. It looks like a, it looks like a a reddish gray mask. Yes. If you see it, you'll bang the side of your monitor like something went wrong. You'll be like, no, clearly there's something wrong with this photo. No, No. you think it might've been taken in like the 1940s when the restaurant opened and then they kept it up for 60 years. In direct sunlight. In direct sunlight. (laughs) the fluorescent light behind it on the board or whatever. And you're like, that's gotta be what it is. No, that's the actual color of that food. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a genuine, and, and, and I know one of a couple things are going to happen. One is people are going to yell at me because I said, Texas had the best chili. So we're going to get messages. that are going to be like, no, you got to have this type of chili or this type of chili. Same thing happens when you mentioned barbecue or barbecue sauce. Oh yeah. They're like, no, no, no. It's very regional. This one is the best one. No, this one is the best one. It's like, okay. There's no best barbecue sauce. Most barbecue sauces are excellent. Yeah. I love barbecue Yeah, Most barbecue sauces are really good. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're absolutely right. Like whether it's vinegar based or tomato based or whatever, it's it's if good. it's a it's good version good. of yeah, those, it'll be good. Give me, yeah, it'll be give good. me there's mustard a, based. There's a there's a place that we used to go to where they had a couple of them that I was just like, this one is outstanding. Yeah, man. Two or three of them that I was like, these ones, and I would take them and mix them together, and they were just oh, oh so good. But uh, you know, chili is one of those things too that you know people get really upset when Strong you talk feelings. about how different chili is and how like you know this if it has beans in it there's a huge uproar oh, people right, don't right, like right. it with beans in it like no they can't have any beans people God fight forbid, about ground God beef forbid. versus yeah. cube meat right yeah. god forbid you put corn or potato in there oh holy shit get ready for a fight so but corn is so good in it's chili. It's delicious. And I love here's corn the thing. in chili. I like all kinds of weird additives in there. I think it's fun. Yeah. So I, I've had it with different kinds, of like like pushing the bean envelope where I'm fucking around. And people will be so mad at some of the chili I've made. Dude, but it's a very I, versatile stew. I will say this. I've never made Skyline chili. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're a classically no, trained yeah. chef. <laughs> I, I, I do also real quick, like I love hyper local dishes yeah yeah when you're traveling yeah when we went hunting when we were down in southern Illinois, they had that horseshoe oh i was gonna say i thought it was something else a shoehorn was something that's called, gonna call a horseshoe <laughs> and i'm trying to remember what it was, was. fries on a sandwich or something right it was yeah, fries it was this, on something with a sauce fries, over the whole thing it was a sauce so like and a, a fries and a something thing. there was like a gravy and a sauce and a fries you didn't get it because you were like no nah, i'm hungry and i want to eat a food i, I don't want to did like, you get one no none of us got one it yeah i think I'm trying to remember. If someone I, else at another table came by and you, and I think you wiped the sweat off your head. Yeah. You're like, no, thank goodness I didn't get that. Because it's like a fucking, like, it's like a whole loaf of bologna or something. Right. With like it was crazy. French fries stuffed into it I remember reading it being like, I can't burn that many calories in a year. <laughs> I can't. 
I could run a marathon every single day and I'd be it's, like, I still gained six pounds eating a fucking horseshoe. But, but here's the thing, like the people from that area will tell you how great it is. They, they like, will, they'll the love thing. it. Yeah. And it's because you grew up with it. It's like, okay, the same thing happens with this New York pizza. Like I've never, like I never ever bring up pizza to anybody. Never. I never no, bring no, it up. No, I'm no. never like, oh, your pizza's, I'm never, I'm always like, I'm a pizza pure, I'm a, I'm like, I like all kinds of pizza. I like pizza. so many like, kinds bring, of pizza. Bring the all truth the different yeah. types of kinds of pizza. I'm, I love it. But what what happens is, is every single New Yorker's got to gaslight me into thinking Sabaros is good. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's bad. No, it's not. It's fucking sat out for 45 minutes and then they put it back in the oven to burn the food poisoning <laughs> off of it and then they're giving it to you. Look, man, I get it. When you're hungry and you just want a slice of pizza, I'll eat, I'll choke down a piece of Sabaros too. But don't tell me it's the best pizza in the world. You cannot gaslight me that much. It's impossible to gaslight me that much. I will say like some local specialty foods are absolutely fucking killer. Yeah. Right. Like Chicago style. And I'm not going to only say Chicago, but like Chicago style Jardinera. Yeah. When I realized that that's something you can't get yeah, you in can't the rest get across of the world. The world yeah. That's no, that it's, is it's the rest of the world is bereft. And it Italian is a smaller beef, place. And Italian beef is nothing you can get. I mean, you'll get something like it in other places, yeah. but it's not like here. It's not. It's, it's not like here. Not. Yeah. So like there are some like local specialty yeah. foods that are just fucking crushing it. And it's such a joy to go to places and have their yeah. local thing that for some like reason- Like a Philly cheesesteak, Tom. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Outrage. That's an outrage, Cecil. Uh, That's terrible. <laughs> but there's some stuff that should stay local. You all I'm four saying. hours out of your way for four that Four hours for that sandwich. That's okay. I was primed it's, to like it. Yeah. I wanted, I was like, I am still me, dude. I just love to eat. I was fucking hungry. I was already like sunk cost into that goddamn sandwich. I was ready to love that. If that sandwich had been five out of 10 good, in my mind, I'd have made it an eight and a half. Yeah. I'd have sung its fucking praises, Cecil. But it's a one. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> it was genuinely bad. I still ate the whole thing. It was genuinely, <laughs> I did. I was so hungry. It was so bad. Bad, Cecil. Oh, man. Like I was, it was like 2016 and I was working out a lot. My metabolism was through the roof. And so when I would get hungry, I would get like shaky. Yeah. And so we drove like four hours and I was like, I have got to eat this sandwich. <laughs> and so think about like, you're in that place in your life where you're like, dude, I'll eat a bird. If yeah. a bird flies by, yeah. I'll pull it out of the air and bite its head off. And I'll be like, good bird. This thing was still bad tasting, dude. Let's play a game. This is another version of Ted from last week with one subtle difference. Can you spot it? Listen closely. Hey, everybody. We just got done recording our AMA and boy, was it a doozy. So be sure to listen to it coming up right now or it already happened. I don't know where this is going, but you know what? I'm sad. Not just sad, but disappointed. Why, you ask? Thanks for asking. Because no one asked about how they could save 50% or more on any one item when they went to adamandeve.com. I mean, this seems an obvious, if not easily, therefore welcomed question. You, of course, would use code GLORY at adamandeve.com. You know what you might not have known about when you use code GLORY? Wet ass P word. Or however that sentence is supposed to be formatted, you get 10 free gifts. 
What gifts, I hear you exclaim? How about a gift for you? That's cool, you say. And you know what? How about I throw in another gift for them? For them too, you ask incredulously. Ah, yes. And guess what? Here's another gift for you both. What? You didn't think I'd say that, did you? Well, how about you ask me anything about the rest of the gifts so long as you're asking about getting those six free spicy movies? Oh, and how's about you get some discreet free shipping? And double how's about you get some rushed processing. Oh my gosh, if only some of you asked about how you could get this by using code glory at adamandeve.com, then you would have known about the savings and free gifts you would have received at adamandeve.com when you use code glory. Oh well, maybe next time. Please use code glory at adamandeve.com. <laughs> Thanks. Did you hear it? Did you see? Will you please use code glory? Look, I was tired. Back to the episode. Don't you have a church to desecrate or something? <laughs> All right, this story comes from Outsports.com, which I've never heard of, but still, I liked it. Uh, Catholic League and Senator Marco Rubio launch Holy War against Dodgers Pride Night and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I only I grabbed this season because I never put heard this on of the, the big, Sisters I'm of Perpetual Indulgence. I fucking love this so much. This is a group of people um, that basically care for people who are, you know, on the margins that the church won't care for. Yep. Right. Especially talking about people that they reject like yep. the LGBT group. And in the 1980s, and AIDS patients, the AIDS patients, when they wouldn't deal they were with ministering AIDS to yeah. AIDS patients they, they in were, the 1980s. Yeah. And so they did a lot of great work and it, and the Dodgers good for them yeah. are like, Hey, you know what? We want to, we want to honor you. We're going to recognize and, that. And then evidently all across the country and in a place very, very far away from where the Dodgers are, <laughs> there's a lot of people who are very upset because they're saying they're mocking, oh, you're mocking Catholicism. Catholicism, you're mocking nuns, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, basically they just, what they want is, here's what they want, here's what they want without saying it. I want you to let those people die. That's what I want you to do. Anybody who you're helping, anybody who you're ministering yep. to, anybody, I want you to let them die and stop doing good work because I hate those people mm -hmm. and I want those people to go, but they, but they can't say that. Right. That's what they mean, right? That's what they want. That's what they say. That's yeah. what they want. They hate those people. But what they have to say is, well, you're being very disrespectful with how you're treating. So I want you to stop and I, and I, want, the, and I want the Dodgers not to spread the word of this organization. Yeah. I, I think as you're like, what, what they want is for their hate to be held sacred. Yeah, exactly. They want, yeah. they want to... Take uh, take their hate and to enshrine it as religiously sacred. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, all right, but no, yeah, but no. And I'm saying, like, you can't dress up in a way. Also, just as an aside, you cannot dress up in a way that is more inherently ridiculous than the Catholic Catholic outfits. outfits. The Catholic outfits. They already look insane. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, oh, this is a making a mockery, and it's like. Have you seen you? Yeah, look at you. Compared to the rest of the modern yeah. world, you look fucking look nuts. I know you don't watch this stuff, Cecil, but it was hilarious. I watched just like clips on the New York Times when Charles was coronated. Oh, that's amazing. And I watched these like 15 second like clippy clips. I'm on a the guy who, who, who I, until I don't know that I still belong because I haven't really been in a while, but I used to belong to a medieval recreation society. Yeah. So I, I've been involved in these types of like ceremonies it, and, and but in like outfits and shit. Right, yeah. so here's the thing though. Pretending. 
It's when you when it's pretend, it looks like a costume. Yeah, and there's nothing like weird to me about a costume, right. right? Like people show up and they wear a costume and they're playing a game and like that's cool. Everybody go do your thing. That's, wear a costume, play thing. a game. Yeah. That's your you. But what was crazy, Cecil, is like this is the real thing. Like Charles was getting coronated and it's the real thing and it looks as like. Put upon as a costume. As a costume, sure. It looks the same. It looks He's like holding, the SCA. It looks it just looks like yeah. crazy. It looks like the SCA. Because it's yeah. supposed to be a solemn thing. It's supposed to be real. It's supposed to be this like, like I said, like this solid, there's like a, this is an ancient orb. And it's just like, it looks like a weird egg you're holding, dude. Yeah. And he's like, and now I'll say these weird magic words and hand you this ring. And it's this giant, ugly ass. It all looks like costume sure. jewelry yeah, yeah. and silliness. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, when it's actually silliness and costume jewelry, it is somehow less absurd. Yeah. Then when you take it all for yeah, fucking it does, serious. Yeah, because nobody's, nobody's right. saying this is a real thing. I'm everybody around it is like, everybody around it is like, cool, and I'm going to go to work on Monday. Right, it's like, you know? I'm the king. It's like, dude, you drive a Hyundai. Yeah. You're like, are you serious? You're not a king. King of what? Yeah, you're not a king. But for real, though, that guy is very powerful. He is. And he has a ton of, I mean, influence. Powerful in a way that, like, he's not, like, like physically powerful. He's like, oh, no, his little like, sausage fingers, got, absolutely got, not. <laughs> He's big, weird little sausage fingies. Thick hands. And he's he's a weird looking dude. But he's, and he's also oldest. Dude, he's so old. He's, he's gotta the be oldest. He's gotta be 70, be right? Something oh, like he's that? in his mid to late 70s. No kidding. Yeah, dude, he's old as fuck. Fuck, mom was old. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shit. She was like a million, man. She was God 90 damn. something. God damn. Anyway, yeah. um, but he's like, He's like a, you know, he's kind of a joke to all of us. Right. We see that and we're like, what the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is a lot of fucking, it's just so weird to see a guy like hold a mace now. I know, it's, man. He's like, he's, he's got, got a scepter and shit. Why mace? That's weird. I know, dude, it looks, it looked so fucking unbelievably. And then yeah. he gets in like a carriage. Yeah. And I'm just oh. like, are you serious? Was it a, a pumpkin? Right. If, if it was a pumpkin, it would have been less silly. <laughs> It would have been less silly, Cecil. Was it pulled, pulled by corgis? That would have been the best, Tom. A pumpkin pulled by corgis? A pumpkin pulled by corgis? Yes. Someone make this happen. Nothing else make in the happen. world matters more than that. I, I know that the, the point you were trying to make was yeah. that nothing, like, like that's a serious person. It's a serious person. You can't make fun of things like this. You, like, you can't, right. it's impossible to make. I know that's the point yeah, you're trying exactly. to make, right? So, like, I see a nun and I'm like, you look ridiculous. Yes, yeah, you look ridiculous. It's fine that you yeah. want to do this thing with your life. I actually think, like, nuns actually are nuns in general do a yeah. hell of a lot more good than priests, sure. yeah. right? So like, I don't even want to make I fun. I mean, they bury some kids on occasion, but they yeah. Do, I don't yeah. say they all do good. Like there's a lot of, like they're part of yeah. an organization that is an inherently evil organization, yeah. but there are also a lot of nuns, I think, that do a lot of real good in the world. Right. But like, you can't look at the outfit and be like, no, you made fun of my outfit. It's like, no, you're wearing well, that you, outfit. Yeah. You, you made look fun absurd. Of you. you made fun of you long before right. I made fun of you. This person wearing makeup yeah. <laughs> and like fucking sparkle face doesn't look less silly. I think I look dope. Right. Actually. You actually look fucking cool. <laughs> I think I want to go back to it. I love the guy. So I'm going to explain it to people at home. Basically, they look like if you cast a spell on a Mardi Gras float. Yes. And it came to life. Yep. Like that's what they look like. The guy 
on the left, uh, or on the our right, their left has a has a rainbow glitter all over their face that their face is white, but then rainbow glitter in a pattern that Expertly looks like they have applied. a blue beard. It's cool, and then like kind of like some things going up over their eyes. It looks amazing. And then the other one, there, the other person on the far left, which would be their right. Looks awesome too. Almost looks like a almost like a sphinx or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that uh -huh. sort of face. Right. Really cool. They that amazing makeup and they they look like they're just out having a good time. You they're, know what I mean? They're having a good time and they're doing good work. Yeah. And they're being recognized by the Dodgers of yeah. all things. But cool, like yeah. whatever, like whatever recognition. But yeah, like man. this fucking Bill Dowling and the rest of the fucking Catholic panty bunchers know, and fucking are pearl the grabbers. They're the worst. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, maybe if we had our independence sooner, we'd have no gun control, not believe in evolution, and all be morbidly obese without health care. Sister, it comes from boingboing.net. Christian medical cost-sharing ministry accused of stealing $4 million from members. So we've talked about cost-sharing ministries before. So what this is, is liar's insurance sold by churches. Yeah. That's what it is. Sure. They pretend to you that it's not insurance because insurance is evil and you've been taught that insurance is evil. So instead they've come up with this unique scam or this unique take or scheme. All the people that are Christian like-minded will pool their resources by paying some kind of a monthly due. And then when you need money- like insurance, keep going. Yeah, and then when you need money, you submit a request with evidence and then they somebody <laughs> looks at your request and supposedly, We'll take some of the pooled money, the pooled resources, and they will use the pooled resources to pay your request for medical care. Now, if that sounds exactly like medical insurance, it does differ in one important way. It's entirely unregulated. They deny all claims and steal your money. Yeah. I guess that's three important so, yeah, ways. Sure. So, it, but other than that, very similar. And it, I, it's similar in the way too, like the CEOs get rich off of it. They do. Right? You know what I mean? Like it's similar in that, that sense. That is true. You know what I mean? Like, that is true. Like I, you know, when they started saying like there's $4 million in their bank account, I'm like, I have something really important to tell you about insurance CEOs <laughs> right now because there's a lot of money in their bank account as well. Oh yeah. But you know, for sure. But, but the difference is, I think is that, you know, and and also denying claims too. I'm not going to say that they don't deny claims because they oh, do. insurance they companies deny, deny claims. claims. Deny yeah. insurance. Uh, we are lucky in the sense that we work for companies that are big enough mm -hmm. where they can swing dick if they deny our claim. Right? They could right. be like, you know, I can go talk to my human resources person who could then talk to somebody else who could then maybe talk to this insurance company and be like, you got to pay this thing. It's right. not a pre-existing condition. You got to pay it, you know, and there could be some sort of conversation because that's thousands of people on their, you know, oh, on yeah. the line for mm -hmm. this, which is a big deal for them. And they'll just, they would just fucking pay it. They didn't even want to get in that fight. They didn't want to get to that first part of that. They would just be like, who is this? Oh, that's that. It's that group. Yeah, no, they, they, we just pay that. We don't, they, they, I'm, I am absolutely positive. I have no idea how the internal structures of these things work, but I guarantee the bigger, the, the bigger the place, there's like a group number that just gets bypassed all the people and goes, if the doctor said it, well, it's probably good. You call your insurance, you, you call an insurance, like if your company was unhappy with, if your employees were unhappy with the insurance provided through the company, then they just wouldn't re-up the next That's year the with thing. that insurance. That's what I'm broker. saying, yeah. So they, and so the insurance yeah. broker has an incentive to yeah. provide coverage that doesn't deny claims yeah. as often, exactly, right? and Or very often yeah. at all. But like a lot of people get substandard insurance. Yeah. And the thing is that like insurance, and I, I insurance is- by definition, a substandard way to pay for it medical It is, absolutely, care. yeah. So no matter how great your insurance is, 
your insurance is shit by comparison to what we should have. Yeah. So I like even if you have the best insurance in the world, it's a fucking garbage plan compared to what we should have, yeah, absolutely. which is you shouldn't have to have medical insurance. Yeah. yeah. And think about it this way, like all these people who are now pissing their money away and, and giving it essentially to a person who's just treating it like their own personal slush fund. They just fund. took it. They just took it. They, uh, yeah, and it's not even their own slush fund where they're keeping it in a in a bank for the company. They just took it and put it in their own They're just bank. like, thank they're you. like, no, I'm going uh, to go on my app now and transfer $3 million or whatever, and they're going to move it between banks and they're right. going to call it a day. But but these people are, uh, you know, it's so funny because all they had to do was say one thing about the like insurance and they could convince these people to give them their money mm -hmm. in this grift. You know, it's the same thing I see when they talk about, you know, the, the, the evils of socialism, yep, transgender yep, yep. people, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. If the, all they have to do is name like one thing to hit their, their trigger button, you know, and they can easily flip so many people over to this, this other system that is less use. I mean, and think about us. We're saying it's less useful than insurance. And we hate insurance. And we hate insurance. Like, insurance think about is not that. good. Yeah. Yeah. But insurance is regulated. Yeah. That's the thing is that right. every single state has a department of insurance that requires, and then there are federal regulations around insurance. There's a lot of regulation yeah. around health insurance. Yeah. So as bad as it is, there are limits to how awful it can be. But, you know, Cecil, you make a good point, And that is that, you know, the reason this works, the reason these Christian ministries are able to grift using insurance, because this was never a thing until politicians laid the groundwork during the Obamacare negotiations to poison the public well against the idea of, of, of insurance. Yeah. The, the, because, you know, the Obamacare was like, everybody's got to get insurance. And then there were politicians who were out there saying, that's un-American, nobody should have to get insurance. And then there was a backlash, right? There's those, those reactionary people. Well, now I'm not going to get insurance. I'm not going to get insurance because no government is going to tell me I have to go out and buy a policy. And that was built into Obamacare was the initially, it got thrown out, initially was the requirement that everybody have some kind of coverage. And that was the reaction. Well, now I'm not going to get any coverage. And then these Christian grifters, they come along and say, Oh, there's a pool of people yeah. that are right-wing reactionaries that Just don't like have any insurance coverage Just and like won't you. buy any. Yeah. So what we have to do is create a product yep. that looks and smells like insurance, doesn't get regulated, lives in this like weird, yeah. like religious space that nobody's like, it. yeah. yeah. So it all just happened they and politicians made this they happen. They created this grift. Yeah. They, they birthed this grift. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. There was the people that were saying, I don't want to get any insurance. But then there was also that whole group of people who were like, I love my insurance. Oh, I love my, I, I I blow my insurance option. every night. I love my insurance. I, I'm I like sexting with my insurance <laughs> agent. Are you kidding me? Jake from yeah, State Farm Jake. comes on my asshole every night. I love him. Every night, 1130. You up? Cucumber, <laughs> squirt, squirt, every night. <laughs> is being gay an illness? Yes, it is. How come every time I kiss a girl, my stomach hurts? Those are butterflies. Well, they're gay too. Sister comes from LGBTQ Nation. Preacher says teachers turn kids transgender to make them hate God. Teachers turn kids transgender to make them... Don't try. Don't do this to well, yourself. I'm sorry. Don't I said thank yourself. you. I was Please just don't. trying to... 
to parse it out. I appreciate you not making my... (laughs) I actually really do. (laughs) Thank you for letting me move on. (laughs) Dot motherfucking org, bro. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that helps. Okay, here we go. I'm going to put this on the big screen. Okay, so what I love about this is that he's in a, a clearly in like a hand-painted mural place. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I'm going to play this. This is about a minute long of this fucking degenerate shitbag telling us some stuff that is going to make me very angry. Here we go. They, they want to get these children. They want to pump them. They want to, you know, first of all, they, they put them into the wicked school system. Hold on a second. Do you say you want to pump say, them? Did he say they want to pump them? Did he say they want to pump them? They're not priests. Come on. Hold on a second. Let me see what he says. They, they want to get these children. They want to pump them. They want to, you know, first of all, they, they put them into the wicked school. I think he, I think he's he going to try to say, they get, pump them pump full, full of like hormones or something jizz. is what he, <laughs> I think is what he meant to say. He's talking about himself. He's talking about himself. I don't know if he meant that. Also, he's got a fucking second grader's haircut, guys. I love... He has a second grader flowy haircut. You are missing the length of his tie. (laughs) (laughs) He could wipe his ass like it's an altar with that thing. He's got one of those. He's got one of those runners. Runners for an altar. He wraps around his neck. Holy shit! Oh. This is a this is a tie you have to literally throw over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. That's a dick obscuring tie. So long. I've what been, the fuck? Like, this is a tie you would wear to play sexy times with nothing else on. <laughs> like it's it's really really obscenely long. I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, I was I, focused, you focused on the floppy hair. No no no. It's it's definitely the tie. Oh my god. And they require that children are taught sexual education at an extremely young age. And they want to teach them a perverted sexual education where they teach them all about the LGBTQ, which stands for let God burn them quickly. They want what? <sighs> That's not what that stands for at all. Also, like, it's, it's, not it's clever. also it's dumb. You're just like, wouldn't you want to burn them slowly? Like th- that's stupid. Like that's stupid. Like you're a stupid person. Yeah, it, it's 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 just a hate joke. Yeah. And like the the thing is like, hate jokes are like never funny. Yeah. And it's just like so boring. When was the last time? And I'm I'm not even really kidding. When was the last time you saw a right wing comedian and thought, okay, not my taste, Tom, but fucking funny. Tom, I saw this guy who I guess was he used to do a bunch of stuff. I don't know him. So I can't tell you what his name is, but he was doing this whole bit where he was pretending to be like a parrot and he was, and he was walking across. I know what you're talking he's about. Doing like, like COVID-19 and he's like walking yes. across. He's like, gotta wear a mask. Rock, rock. And I like, remember it this. It was the least funny thing yeah, I've man. ever seen in my life. I was watching it with my mouth open yeah, man. and the audience could not stop fucking laughing. And I was like, what is funny about this? They're not even jokes. It's not even, it's not, it's not even funny. Like, like you force yourself to laugh when your three-year-old does that. Like you force yourself to encourage your three-year-old. But when that guy's on the stage, I'm just like, that is not funny. That's not like how, how in the sweet fuck did you think, did you write that down after you got out of the shower and and think this is going to kill? This is my tight fuck. This is going to kill. Right. And it's just him. No shit. Walking across a, a fucking stage. I know exactly the bit you're talking about. Saying things out loud. Uh-huh. 
And I was just like, this is not, not I can't, good. It's I not can't funny. imagine, but yeah, you're right. There's not, I don't think there are good. I don't think you can be. I don't think I, you can. I have never I don't think, seen. Because the reason why funny stuff happens in, in this space, I'm not saying we're funny, but I'm saying like people yeah, right, can no. be funny with were, the same ideology. Right. Yeah. If you were funny and you had the same ideology as us, but you know, the, the, the reason why is because I think pushing that line is funnier than stepping over it. It's way funnier than right. stepping over. Just pushing that line is there's a tension, right? But if you just step over it, there's no tension. It's Thank not funny. You. Anymore. That's exactly you know right. what I mean. That's it's not funny. Anymore. It's like, okay, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, yep. no, that's gross. But if you touch it and you kind of, eh, it's like, they're, they're like the top people who like foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you know, mean? Do you know what it is, Cecil? It's the kind of- Only two of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the kind of funny that like you grew out of in fifth grade. Yeah, no, yeah, right? absolutely. Sure. So when you're in fifth grade, there's a part of most people that go through some kind of young, early adolescent period where you- really kind of get a kick on breaking rules yeah, absolutely. for the sake of breaking sure, them, sure. right? It feels rebellious to just have broken a rule or defied a convention. And you're just like, I just enjoy the thrill of yeah. defying a convention with no real regard for whether or not it mattered to yeah. you, whether it's a principle sure. you hold. It's just, there's a, a boundary pushing yeah. rebelliousness as part of youth. And most people grow out of that shit, right? And then the best way to grow out of that is to say, look, I am not going to have a overreactive, overblown sense of um, responsibility to tradition. If they're good, great. If they're bad, fine. Same thing with rules and convention. Yeah. If they're good rules, I'll take them. If they're bad rules, I don't need to observe them. But you sort of stop getting hard at the idea of just breaking a rule yeah. for the sake of breaking a rule and sort of thumbing your nose at the sure, man, right? Sure. Everyone's kind of over that, except for the people that aren't. Yeah. And the people that aren't are like, LGBTQ, doesn't that mean this hate shit? And you're just like, that's not, you just want to like break a rule in front of me yeah. and be like, come on, everybody. Come on. Mrs. Wilkins is not laughing. Laugh with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, fucking it's a, fifth grade it shit. Fifth grade shit. And you know, the other thing I think, you know, it just occurred to me too, that another thing that comedy needs is a turn. So yeah. you, they've got to expect that you're a good person if you're going to turn to that bad thing and say that thing out Very loud true. that's bad, right? But if you're always just a bad person- there's no, there's nothing funny. Right. So you're like, okay, that's not funny. Like, you know, there's a lot of great bits in Seinfeld because you you expect them to be good people and they're really genuinely Shitty terrible people. people. Yeah. And so, you, but you expect them to be good because for a lot of them, they're good. And then they just turn and they say something and you're just like, holy shit. And that's the right. turn, right? That's the funny thing. Mm -hmm. But there's, I don't think you can have that in the, in the conservative comedy because there's nothing, there's no turn. Like right. what's the turn? There's nothing. You're always bad and you're always projecting these bad values. Right, yeah. All right, let's watch more of this <clears throat> very long tie. I want to teach them all about that and maybe maybe johnny maybe maybe you maybe you just want to be sally maybe we want to put a dress on you and maybe we want to put lipstick on you and 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 sally you know we want to give you a butch haircut we want to see if we can get you to have an adam's apple you know and maybe you just really want to be a boy maybe you're a boy stuck in a girl's body so we need to perform surgery on you and we want to give you these chemicals that are going to make you feel good we're going to give you testosterone so you can have a mustache and you can be an abomination. And they want to target these children and destroy them. Okay? They, what they want to do is create a deep-seated hatred for God in their hearts. That Why would teachers want that? Let me tell you what teachers want. Because I went to school to be a teacher. They want to wake up, go to work, teach kids, 
and go the fuck home. It's just a job. Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. They want Christmas break. They want summer break. Yeah. They want spring break. They want to teach kids the subject matter they're interested in. They don't want to indoctrinate your kid into, they got another group of, here's a fucking newsflash. They forget about your kid, <laughs> right? Because next year they don't have your kid again. They got a whole new group of kids. No, they're not that fucking long-term invested, right? They can't be. It's just true. Maybe you'll remember this one or that one. Maybe you've got a great memory and you remember most of the kids, but you have them for nine fucking months. Yeah. And that's it. And then you got a new crop of yeah. fucking kids and you fucking help them learn to read or teach them a fucking math or like do a science or whatever with them. And then they move on. Teachers just want to wake up and go to work. They are not like deeply invested in indoctrinating kids into some fucking ideology. That's insane. They're just going to work, man. That's it. Yeah, man. It's like saying like, it'd be like as crazy as being like, oh, you know who really wants to really change your mind is the mailman. <laughs> when the mailman comes <laughs> along with his pamphlets and leaflets, oh, oh, is he dropping off the New Yorker at your house? <laughs> is he trying to swing? He's just a fucking mailman. That's it. Yeah, man. It's just a person with a job. I will say, you know, like I know for sure there's teachers who listen, I'm sure, and they're gonna they're gonna they might disagree with you know how passionate they are about the job. I'm sure they're passionate. They're very not, passionate about their job. But I am I, I do think I understand too where you're coming from, where you're saying, like, look, you know, they do have a lot of people that they care for, and the idea that they're gonna try to change who your kid is, that requires a level of understanding of that child that is so deep, right? To understand right. even who they are, like in in a, a more than just like a surface level. I'm sure that they do get build some relationships with they, children. They do, but and they, I, I'm not trying it's to say not gonna not. be like to the level where someone would think enough to be like, I gotta change who you are. It's just a stupid thing to think. Like it's it a is. dumb thing to think. And I think too, one of the things that they want to they want to try to like it's 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 when they tell on themselves all the time, they tell on themselves. And this is a perfect example because they indoctrinate children into church all the fucking time. They teach them at a very young age to fear God. They yeah, teach right. them at a very young age to, you know, to, to follow these rules that they've given them, that their parents give them. They teach them and they send them to Sunday school to yeah. learn these rules. Yeah. They do this all the time. But then when they see their kids in another place, whether or not any of that's happening, they immediately expect that it's happening so right. that they want to attack it right away. Yeah, and like, it's so funny because which would work better? The church that you go to for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, or, oh, that one teacher one who's teacher. got you for nine yeah, months. Yeah, no, you're right. That's uh, That's what yeah. I mean is it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You don't have the time. Yeah. You don't have the time. If a teacher wanted to indoctrinate their students into some kind of agenda and yeah. like change who they are fundamentally at the gender level. How the fuck are they going to do that in a 50 minute block teaching social studies? Yeah. How they, even if you have the, even if you're like super young kids and you have the same cohort of kids all day, start in the morning to it, you still only get nine months out of it. Yeah. And you have to spend some of that time not indoctrinating them. Church gets to do it for years unending, yeah. and it's all they have to do. There's no distraction. Yeah. There's no like, oh shit, they get to spend the full hour of church indoctrinating you. They're not trying to like teach you social studies and then and maybe wiggle away and, and like, try to convince here. you to wear a dress. Right. <laughs> it doesn't time. even make sense. Also, a lot of the things that they have to say and that they conflate with this sort of thing all are lies, right? right. So they yes. like, like, like also, I know that people will say, yeah, on their lying. Yeah, they're also lying too. And I want right. to say that out loud. They're very much lying, lying about all the things, you know, 
these are these are people who think that they that that for some reason people are getting gender affirming surgery before they're as children. Yeah, as children. And you're like, that's that's insane. No one's doing yeah, that. It's like that is a that is a very common right wing argument that is just not happening. Yeah. It's the same it's thing just with the cat boxes right. in the, in the, they're like they make things up right. because they think it's, it's gross and it'll scare someone. Right. right? So like, oh, there's a cat box in school right. and you're like, oh, I got I got to make something up about this. And so they do, they make up lies that this guy stands up and repeats to all these people, whether or not he believes it or not is irrelevant. He's right. still repeating it. There are, like I read a whole, like uh, I listened to a, a podcast. Uh, I think it was, I was, I, I think it was if books could kill or maybe maintenance phase. I can't remember one of the two. And they were talking about just that. And there is a tiny de minimis amount of top surgeries done for adolescents, but there is no bottom surgery ever that is being done on people under the age of 18. But the right, the church wants to play it out. Like there's this whole infrastructure that is trying to like do bottom surgery on children. It's not just not true. Yeah. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. Yay! So this story comes from Vice. Abortion clinics are dealing with more arson, stalking, and anthrax threats now, Cecil. You know, one of the things that I that that really is kind of gross about this whole thing is when I read the story. They're talking about all the places where now, if you go to a state where the abortion is allowed, there's just so much more protesters. And it occurred to me that like the protesters were all over the country before in their yeah, in they the, were diluted in, the, in those other places, and they were protesting, and they were more they were more diluted. You know, like you just said, they're more diluted, right, all across the country. Yeah, it's true. And now. They can concentrate on these blue places where we still have this right and they can come and be awful yeah. and they can be genuinely awful. And like they say, they're mostly dudes that show up to scream yep. at people. And then, and now the other thing that I noticed too, when I was thinking about it is the more the government cracks down on this and the more the rhetoric lifts about this, it like goes into like a more um, invective, you know, mm -hmm the more it encourages people to do bad things to these people. Absolutely. Because the demonizing language is harmful. It's a harmful thing that changes people's minds about, I didn't like that, to I hate that person. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I also think that the, the victories won by the right on this issue are galvanizing these people yeah. into being like, we can, look, now we can concentrate on North Carolina. Oh, that worked. Yeah. And now we can concentrate on, and they're not wrong. To yeah. some degree, to some they're, degree not they're not wrong. Yeah. Because they are racking up victories in some places. They rack up huge losses in other places. Yeah. But what's what's happening is that we're becoming a, a, a nation of more than one nation. You know, like it, it matters now in ways that are more fundamental than they have been since probably the Civil War, yeah. where you live in terms of your yeah. rights. I don't think we've had this same kind of geographical distinction around your fundamental human yeah. rights based on states since since the emancipation. Yeah. And they're talking about it's not just protesters. These people are doing like their arson, yeah. there's death threats, there's stalking. 
there's, I mean, this is, this is a terrible thing and it's, and it's ramping up. It's just starting. Yeah. I mean, like, gosh, this happened last summer. Yeah, man. The, the, the decision, we're about a year away from, I think that decision being leaked, right? Right around now, maybe is that about it? a year, I think. Yeah. So, and that's all. And look at how look at how much America's changed in a single year. And look how much more violent America yeah. is now yeah. than it was six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking about like street violent, vigilante violence, pro like this is like you see that the right is galvanized yeah. to fight. Someone's see, gonna get killed. You see that, you see the the white supremacists marching in uh Washington this yeah, week. Yeah, I heard about that. With all their they fucking, covered up all their, their faces. Fucking, yeah. Covered up all their faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah, a bunch of them. I mean, like fucking a bunch disgusting. Of them. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we'll be back this upcoming week. So this Thursday, we're going to be releasing a patron-only AMA, and then uh, the following week, we'll have uh, we'll be back on Monday, and then we'll release in a a wide release uh, funny show. So uh, a couple of a couple of Thursday releases, uh, two if you're a patron, one if you're not. Uh, you can always go become a patron at patreon.com slash dissonancepod or dissonancepod.com. We love all our patrons. Uh, we hope that you uh, choose to join us. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to leave you like we always do, though, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.